Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Sal Basima Air Podcast here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network. I'll be flying solo tonight for this episode of this issue coverage of Spectacular Spider-Man. And we're covering Spectacular Spider-Man issue 166, which is the second part of the Night and Fog storyline titled Deadly Lads from Liverpool. Writers Jerry Conway, pencilers Sal Basema, inkers also Sal Basema, colorist Rob Sharon, letterist Rick Parker, and editors Jim Salakrup. And this is also the uh, first appearance of Night and Fog as well, by the way. Um, and the uh, honestly, these two issues are the only appearances of Night and Fog, as we will soon find out. Spider-Man uh, has come to the penthouse apartment of Thomas Fireheart to ask him for a favor. He explains that he refuses to... Uh, uh, because he refused to protect the arranger, he was murdered by two London-based assassins named Night and Fog. Intended to bring him to justice, the mall called asked Thomas to send Peter to London on a daily bugle expenses so he can complete his task. Fireheart agrees, however, insists that doesn't that balance the debt between them. Meanwhile, at the export mansion, the Magi hosts a meeting with the local crime bosses Kingpin, Hammerhead, and Tombstone in the Chameleon. Uh, the Kingpin insists there is no crisis. Um, over at JFK Airport, Peter says goodbye to his wife Mary Jane, and... Mary Jane is upset that they haven't spent much time together since his promotion of the book Webs and then his superpower escapades with his cosmic powers had put a wedge between them. However, uh, Mary Jane jumps into Jason Jerome, a fellow actor who has an eye for Mary Jane. Once Peter is in London, he quickly changes into Spider-Man and continues to track down Night and Frog. He decides to pay uh, to start by going to Scotland Yard for information, and he hears an explosion. It's the first bank in London. The wall caller asks the inspector if he knew about Night and Fog, and uh, McDougal brings Spider-Man back to the police station and gives them the lowdown on who they are, where they came from, their back history, origin story, and everything else. Spider-Man encounters Night and Fog, uh, and the, heroes, uh, the hero is defeated by them, and Night tosses the hero over the bridge into the water below. At the same time, Mary Jane wakes up screaming her husband's name and fears that something bad has happened to Peter, almost kind of like a... Spider sense. Maybe this is a prelude to uh, her jackpot superpowers, which she will be getting <laughs> <laughs> current pages of the Spider-Man comic book very soon. Peter awakens with a boy called the Sally Ann, and the first mate, Captain, tells Peter, uh, asks him who he is, and he can't remember his name. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. So there's a couple things this issue also ties into. It ties into Web Spider-Man number 50, as Fireheart went after Spider-Man and erroneously um, labeled him a criminal, and he's still trying to pay back this debt to him, but Peter just wants it all wiped clean. And that's a plot line that's going to be coming up very soon, uh, shortly thereafter, this fight at night and fog story and the Avengers story. We finally get a conclusion to that. The Webb's book, of course, is a good callback to a story arc that we have been covering off and on as well. So um, I digress. Like I said, this is the first appearance of the night and fog. And it's really cool that we get uh, appearances by Kingpin, Chameleon, Hammerhead, and Tombstone as well. Alright, let's take a look at the actual issue at hand. We have Spider-Man hanging on the wall with a towel for Thomas Fireheart, who is the current owner of the Daily Bugle and thinks he owes Spider-Man some kind of, like, uh, service for, for, for what I had mentioned previously involving uh, Web of Spider-Man number 50. In the individual panel, Spider-Man is on his way to the airport to see Mary Jane. And it's very lovey-dovey. And then we got Spider-Man in the rain in some great G. Medeas panels with, like, people's eyes. Um, I'm sorry, not G. Medeas. <laughs> Sal Basema. We get the eyes of the criminals. It just looks so good. The way people react with their faces, it's absolutely incredible. Um, when we finally get to the uh, the plot line involving uh, Night and Fog and like who they are and the experiment that turned them into who they are, 
It's straight out of, like, some type of, like, science fiction horror show. Uh, very David Cronenberg, I think, especially how they come back together. Now, Fog's body turning into mist reminds me a lot of a character from uh, Batman Beyond, uh, the three, which was these uh, group of heroes um, controlled by the government in the future that Batman... Um, his brother, uh, you know, said, oh, they're okay, but give me Batman any day. So some kids idolized him and some kids idolized Batman. And also, I think one of the characters from Hank Henshaw's uh, astronaut crew also turned into a fog person. And the night guy, I'm assuming this is like organic living colossus kind of metal, uh, which is rarely interesting. So uh, Spider-Man tries to attack night and fog and, of course, is immediately stopped Um from getting killed by this woman, Evelyn, who Knight used to have a thing for. The weird thing about Mary Jane, of course, um, having some precognitive abilities to Peter getting hurt, I thought was very funny. I don't think she has any kind of mutant power, but obviously it has been, like, hinted at here and there that, you know, maybe, possibly, because aren't, like, all humans eternals, inhumans, some type of celestial DNA muckety-muck goop in our system that will make us a mutant or something like that. It's very weird. The plotline of Peter waking up with his amnesia is the most overwrought, overdone, stupid plotline in comic books, books, and everything else. Let me cite two examples of two other famous superheroes that lost their memories. In Superboy, Superboy lost his memory and was like living on a farm. And in Batman Forever, he gets shot by the Riddler in the head and wakes up, and now he just recovers in the movie. But the original Joe Schumacher version, he actually forgets that he is Batman and um, has to go down in the cave and encounter a giant bat, and he reemerges from the bat cave and he goes, now and forever, I am Batman. And that was the original plot line to the Batman Forever movie, is that he would they would spend like 10 or 15 minutes of him not remembering who he was because of the gunshot wound, which I think would have made for a much more dynamic story in that film. And a lot of people agree, including Kevin Smith, who showed the movie at his uh, Spawn Castle Cinema um, last year. So I digress. I hate that plot line. We know Peter's going to get his memory back. It's just so stupid. It's so... That's just terrible writing. I love Jerry Conway, but that's just terrible writing. And that is my opinion. But come on, guys, you gotta agree with me. <laughs> I mean, this had gone on for a while. I mean, Bruce Wayne forgot his identity um, in the Batman Endgame, right? Him and Joker, like, stabbing each other to death, and he wakes up and he's some other guy, and the Joker's, like, some other person, right? And that lasted for, like, two years or something. And Commissioner Gordon became Batman. Do you remember that in the New 52? I digress. Overall, the issue's okay. I do like Night and Fog, and I really wish they would bring them back. Maybe they could have them fighting, like, Betsy and Brian Badrock, who was, who was you know, Psylocke and, and Captain Britain. Wouldn't that be cool? Or he's Captain Britain, and she's Captain Britain now, too, and Psylocke is an Asian character. Psylocke, Betsy, Badrock stuff is very confusing, and this is the podcast to discuss it. But I digress. Let's go through the ads real quick. We have the Wrath of the Black Manta ad, which we've seen before, the Uncanny X-Men video game ad in the Nintendo Entertainment System, the Bionic Commando ad in the Entertainment System, System, the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons ad, the Off-Road uh, Nintendo Entertainment System ad, the Chicago Comic-Con ad where you can meet Jim Starlin, Eric Larson, current artist on Amazing Spider-Man, Ron Frez, uh, Bob Harris, Howard Mackey, Van Williams of, of the Green Hornet fame, and many others. We have the Southern California Comic-Con ad, the June 15th Everywhere Dick Tracy ad, the Bullpen Bulletins, 
which has Stan Soapbox and a checkbox list of other comic books that are coming out that month. For instance, What If number 16, Punisher War Journal, uh, let's see, what was happening? Uh, Web of Spider-Man number 67, Robocop 2, the first adaptation, and Amazing Spider-Man 336, which I think was part of the Return of the Sinister Six storyline. And there's also a little insert in here about uh, another TV news, our very own Jerry Conway, Web of Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man, recently sold his first script to TV with the Father Dowling Mysteries. I think I talked about that in a previous podcast episode, actually. Um, and then the back we have the free, uh, three issues free Spider-Man Marvel uh, subscriber ad, the Viper video game from Capcom, and on the back the Nemesis flight simulator game for the Game Boy. So there we go. Stay tuned in a couple weeks or a week or so for the last final chapter of the Spectacular Spider-Man One uh, Night and Fog storyline here on the on the Sal Basama Era podcast. Don't forget to follow our page. The Spidey Dude Radio Network, and check out all the other great shows we have here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network, the Gargoyle Show, the X-Men Show, all the other Spider shows like Make My Mayday, and the weekly uh, pot, uh, live show we do where we talk about like the current issues of happening. Um, and we got some new stuff coming up in 2024 as well, by the way, so stay tuned for that. On another note, Spectacular Salvacilma Air podcast will end in 2024. We will just run into the end of the issues run and run right up into Zach's uh, Spidey uh, Clone Saga podcast. So before the end of the year, we will definitely be ending this podcast, but uh, we thank you for the journey and continue us with the journeys. we got some great stuff coming up in the next few issues here on the Spectacular Salvacilma Air podcast. And don't forget to check out our other show on the network, Web of Music, where in uh, January we'll be posting Web of Music Episode 3, Spider-Man 3, with our guest host, Lito Velasco. Thank you, everyone.